Bon dia from Barcelona. This is the Lexi European Marketing Flash Briefing. You're listening to episode 4 of season 3. And boy, do we have interesting things to talk about today. Indeed we do, Anna. We'll be exploring how voice, VR and AI are converging to completely redefine our concept of what is truly real. It's the reality revolution. I can't wait to share this with our listeners who are connecting with us from all around the world. By the way, Paul, did you realize that this is the 30th episode of our podcast? Yes, I did. <laughs> Amazing. It continues to be a wonderful adventure. I also understand that you have something important to share with all of us at the very end. So stay tuned, everyone. Let's get started. The following content is brought to you by Derby Hotels Collection, European luxury hotels. Enjoy a special 10% discount in London, Barcelona and Madrid with the code BVAlexa at DerbyHotels.com. Anna, we're joined today by Carrie and Henry, who is filling in for George. We'll go quickly to some very exciting innovations, many of them from Europe. However, Carrie will first give us a short update on some significant developments in voice marketing. And this information is quite interesting, Paul. To begin with, we're observing a slowdown in the number of Alexa skills, what we call voice apps, notably in the U.S. market. Last year, the number of new skills grew only 13% there. Is that an alarming sign? Amazon doesn't seem to think so. They say in the United States it's normal for a mature voice market, where Alexa was introduced around five years ago. At the same time, new voice apps are being produced at a very high rate in other countries. The new leader might surprise you. Pray tell, Carrie. As we say here, cuenta, cuenta. It's good that you responded in Spanish, because the answer is Spain. Iberian voice developers produced 6,000 new skills last year, a nominal growth of 126%, followed by 40% in France and 28% in Italy. Bravo, muy bien. Can I jump in here? I would also mention that Amazon is shifting their focus with developers. It's less about quantity and more about creating richer user experiences. That's right, Henry. Also, Carrie, you were telling me how voice is actually becoming a core part of the 21st century in many other ways. Could you say more about that? I'd be glad to. It's quite interesting. In Germany, BMW considers the voice assistant in their smart cars a total paradigm shift because iDrive models absorb data from sensors in the vehicle as well as cloud-based servers. They then analyze all inputs and rapidly make decisions for the person driving. Voice is only one part of iDrive, but it's become a central interface between the car and the driver. We also can see how voice is growing in importance due to the new draft guidelines the EU has released, designed to protect users' privacy. Paul, that's very significant. We are also seeing more custom-branded voice assistants, such as Beep, from the BBC in the UK, as well as the introduction of the Vodafone Telecom's AI, Atika in Spain. However, this goes even further than that. Tell him, Henry. You're talking about the military use, I guess. To begin with, the Russians are testing voice-controlled combat drones for future battles. And, according to VoiceBot.ai, the next generation of MiG-35 fighter jets are already using a voice assistant, 
Her name is Rita, and she advises their pilots in complex situations. One Russian pilot was quoted as saying, Her voice remains pleasant and calm, even if fire hits the engine. She doesn't talk all the time, she just makes recommendations, if the plane approaches some critical situations. Now let's move on to what I call the marriage of voice with AI, VR, and video. We are all becoming accustomed to new relationships with synthetic beings on a voice basis. Yet, what lies just ahead is truly historic. The very definition of reality is being redefined. That is so true, Paul. In episode one of this season, we mentioned the Google Duplex project where a voice assistant was able to make appointments at hair salon and at a restaurant. Yet without the person taking the call knowing that the voice was not from a real human being. Exactly. There's a great video about that in our blog at blog.bevirtual.com. It's in the post for the episode titled Fear of Alexa. I like the turn of phrase you just employed. A real human being. It's quite clear to me now. What is truly real is actually becoming more unclear by the day. Yeah. You know, George and I both love the series Black Mirror, especially one episode called Be Right Back. That's where a guy who just got married is suddenly killed, and his young wife uses a mobile app to hear his voice after his death. Not only that, but she is able to actually have conversations with him, after all of his text messages, audios and videos have been scanned by artificial intelligence. Microsoft has a project today that makes this possible. Oh my god. Well, hold on to your hats, my friends, because this blurring of the lines has only just begun. There have already been famous uses of holograms that have resurrected music stars such as Michael Jackson and Tupac. And recently, a company called Kaleida, based in London and Berlin, has become famous for using AI to bring the deceased father of Kim Kardashian back from the grave. I'll put that video up on our blog. I personally find that absolutely shocking. This is not just about a redefinition of earthly reality, it is also almost a spiritual issue. We're blurring the lines between life and death. It's pretty much everywhere now, Carrie. My heritage, an Israeli company, has introduced deep nostalgia, which is a deep learning technology, to animate the faces in old family photos. A lot of people are using this to see their loved ones brought back to life, moving and smiling at them again in dynamic AI photos. This fusion of voice with AI and images is now going even further as VR and AR come into the picture. It will have massive ramifications for us in marketing as consumers become used to virtual influencers or company staff members who are not really human. That's spot on. I'm fascinated with the work of a virtual reality company called Fable Studio, for example. They've created two new AI personalities that can hold a conversation with a human in a video call. Their names are Charlie and Beck. Fable calls them virtual beings, and they are part of a host of interactive AIs, imitating humans well enough to even serve as pseudo-friends. You know, the funny thing is, is that there are even humans who are now using technology to automate themselves, <laughs> creating alter egos in video conferences with their co-workers. Anna, you told me about that example in the U.S. Yeah, Paul, it's incredible. 
I've put that video up in our blog too. He inserted automated recording of himself during a full week of interactive video team meetings. No one even noticed. Well, if you guys really want to get freaked out, you should check out what Unreal Engine is doing. They have a platform called the MetaHuman Creator, where you can program a totally high-fidelity, virtual being. That is super lifelike. It is so realistic, it's scary. Well, if that seems scary to you, Henry, then it really must be. You know, nevertheless, these are really exciting times as we see many possibilities emerge. And with them, of course, there are myriad opportunities in both communications and marketing. It's very cool and new now, but the sad thing is that we'll all get used to synthetic humans way too fast. It'll be even boring, probably. Well, for my part, I do hope we have time to assimilate such big changes. It is exciting, but I find it all a bit confusing, being fully human myself. Speaking of something else we'll need to assimilate on our team, perhaps we should ask Anna now to share her big news. I have a hint that that might be a tad sad for us as well. To be honest with you all, it just might be. Anna, over to you. It is sad for me, and exciting at the same time. I'll be starting a new professional adventure in May, so this will be my last Alexa Flash Briefing with you and the team. I'd like to thank all of our listeners worldwide for always tuning in and sharing with us. And for me, it's been a huge pleasure and honor to co-host the podcast with you and to be a part of this awesome team. So my intuition was right, after all. Anna, we will truly miss you. I do wish you the very best. You deserve it. Same here, Anna. I'll let George and Leslie know also. It's been great knowing you. Thank guys. It's been a great experience. And next time, you will be joined by Alba, Paul's new co-host. Thanks for everything, Anna. We will definitely stay in touch. And of course, please remember to listen to us on your own Alexa, okay? Alba, welcome. And by the way, would you like to sign off on this episode? Thanks to everyone for the warm welcome, and also to our listeners. It will be wonderful to share things together soon. Goodbye for now, from Barcelona. And just a quick note for our listeners, we'll be back again very soon with more innovation in European marketing on our Alexa Flash Briefing. Uh, I also hope that you'll uh, be sure to join us uh, at the blog at blog.bevirtual.com. Look for the Alexa section, and uh, that's where you'll find many of the resources, not only for this particular episode, but for all of the previous episodes. So goodbye and talk again soon. This flash briefing is brought to you several times a month by Barcelona Virtual, a European internet pioneer. To visit us, type the letter B together with virtual.com. That's bvirtual.com. Thank you.